Rant Network with Stuart Brisgale and David Solomon every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. You think about it, we rant about it. Listen to us live on Facebook. You know, when it says listen to us live on Facebook, you know what I'm being told <laughs> is that more people listen to us on Apple Podcast, Amazon, uh, iHeartRadio, and a bunch of others. It's just kind of really funny. Um, you know, David, it's the end of the week. And I was actually into a bit of a written tango, if you may have seen on our site, with uh, a cousin of mine, Rupert Hitzig, and his son, Barnaby Hitzig, mm -hmm. uh, who, who are very more on the left of uh, these political views. And actually, I believe my cousin uh, unfriended my father because of his uh, right-wing alleged uh, beliefs, which is hard to believe <laughs> because up until, up until 2012 election, voted Democrat. So, sorry, Dad, I just outed you on uh, the World Wide Web. <laughs> you know, but we're not here to talk about good old uh, my cousin Rupert, nor are we here to talk about my father. But I want to give a quote <coughs> from one of the, the, the most uh, epic news reporters or uh, personalities. In seeking the truth, you have to get both sides of the story. And that's a quote from the late Walter Cronkite. Uh, Walter Cronkite is also not a right-wing media guy and would definitely not sit well uh, in, in some media houses. But, you know, it, it, if you listen to his quote, and if you grew up where news media was created, Walter Cronkite is the dad. And if you don't get both sides of a story, then really you're just jerking yourself off, drinking your own Kool-Aid. Yeah, I know, really, really profound words. But, you know, there used to be a secondary reporter who moved up the ranks, and, and his name was Dan Rather. And so Dan Rather, or Dan Irvin Rather, who's an American journalist, he also was a mainstay name like Walter Cronkite. And if you haven't met him, if you haven't watched him, you can Google him and hear all about him. But unfortunately, in a woke 2008 mentality, he got burned. He put his hand, made some bad decisions. He lied. And, he blatantly well, lied. He did blatantly lie. But again, to today's standards, that's pretty much what they all do. So, mm -hmm. I'm just going to say that wow. what Walter Cronkite did, he did some pretty bad stuff too, but he didn't get outed. Dan Rather got outed, excommunicated. And good decisions by, by the media to do so. And I think today you would have an empty CNN, empty CBS, an empty ABC, NBC, and probably an empty Fox News network of huh. all journalists because they're mm -hmm. no longer journalists. But that's also... Not what our rant is about. David, now that I've taken us way off topic, like oh, I always yeah. do. Yeah, right. So let me, let me start. I'll, I'll tell you the, the crazy thing is for me, for what you just said, I found it hilarious, is that CNN wants to tell you that they hold the moral high ground. They have, they're so arrogant that they actually do make those type of comments. 
and they'll bring in anybody that they can to push their agenda, just like anybody else. Fox is no better, and CNN, they're, they're all no better. Right. And, like, and you're like, you're outing your father. My father-in-law will be upset with me because the man believes in Hannity, and I'm like, the Hannity's a nutcase. He's like, he, he's doing the wrong things, and it's a little stretching the news and whatever. But then, you know. CNN has no problem breaking down rather when it came up to the Trump administration, he was on regularly to rip them up on how they should cover the White House and are things done right and whatever. And then <laughs> this happens yesterday where Brian Stelter, who claims to be the media protector, suggested perhaps it was Dan Ratter with a lie in 2004 that you just talked about is the reason why Americans do not trust the media. Huh, are you kidding me? Dan Rather? Um, has anybody been watching even before Dan Rather? Because you're right. When Walter Cronkite was there, there was a certain trust. Okay. And it was the same thing in other countries. You trusted the person that was there. It was a six o'clock or a seven o'clock news. That's all they had to fill. And it was fine. And they were delivering to you the news in its the best way. And then along comes cable news. And now we got to fill in airtime. And now, well, you know what? Hang on, hang on. I got another quote, another quote from Walter Cronkite that's going to be very apropos. I think it's absolutely essential in a democracy to have competition in the media, a lot of competition. And if we seem to be moving away from that, there lies the next problem. Sorry, let me, David. let me, let me, I'm going to just, but I'm going to tell you how it got to, you're right. The competition has been there because you have to create polarization. Otherwise, you're a me too. Like if you watch ABC and, you, and you're going to say, oh, I'm this type of individual because I subscribe to that type of left-wing agenda. MSNBC, oh, I want to go even further left because, you know, the, 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 while you have a Hannity out there, you have a Rachel Maddow and you have a Don Lemon who continue to purport these fake news. And what's happened is that what, what's shocking. I want to stop. Don't use the word fake news. Sorry. I just want a misrepresentation, a misrepresentation. And here's what's happening. Forbes, Forbes, which this is only a few months ago, are saying that fewer Americans than ever before trust the mainstream media. In fact, the U.S. has bottomed. You, There are 46 countries that were, were the people, they, they asked people if they trust the media and U.S. ranked last. Well, There's David, objective journalism and an opinion column are about as similar as the Bible and the Playboy magazine. Ah, man. That's another Walter Cronkite idiom. Yeah. <laughs> but really, I'm, I mean, I, these are his quotes. These aren't my quotes. I'm, but that's Walter Cronkite. And in Lennon, Lennon, these guys are nothing more than editorial columns, opinion oh, columns. But to your point, to your point, opinion columns is now crossed. But your point to your point. And I'm, I'm just out of the same Forbes article. It said 61% of Americans think that the media is not doing well at being objective and nonpartisan. No kidding. Well, hang on. Listen, if you drink the Kool-Aid, like I was on the phone very briefly and tongue-dazzling with Rupert Hitzik, my, one of my cousins, distant but really nice guy, great family, and lives in California. And I got to tell you, they are so polar drinking their own Kool-Aid. They believe everyone that has uh, an inkling of not agreeing with them. And this is a Harvard graduate. This That's is a matter. real, I, I, I would actually, matter. I've actually asked him if he would want to come on. He's a bright guy and challenge him to talk to you and I 
too, uh, you know, not not as professional as the Harvard grad of the bunch. You know, our, our alma maters aren't as pretty as his. But you know what? I really believe that Dan Rather deserved to be roasted, but I think Lemon would have been roasted a million times oh, more because I think he has lied more on air Stuart, than Rather Stuart, ever did. Stuart, I'm not going to sit here with numbers and, and a clipboard and going to tell you who's lied more. Oh, I like that. What I'm, sick, what I'm sick and tired of listening to. I mean, look, this is, this is the disgust part, okay, is that when Brian Stelter, who, by the way, claims and is claimed he holds the higher moral ground, brought Dan Rather seven times onto his own show. And then says, you know what? Dan Rather is the reason why we mistrust media. Like, the question is, wh- wh- like, where's the, chutz- the chutzpah behind all this is like, so wait a second. So CNN willingly brings in a guy that you said is the reason we distrust media, but you brought him on as a credible source. Does this make any sense to you? I mean, I'm just using that one example. By the way, I'm not going to say Fox is any better. Fox is, there's blatancy on that side. I mean, I've, yeah. unfortunately, I can't sit through Hannity and to a certain sense, Carl, sense Carlson Tucker because I listen to some of that. And I'm like, okay, you guys, you guys are doing no better than CNN. The thing is, is that what, you know, when, when I, and I brought this up in a previous rant, that the news headed MSNBC wanted to cut a lot of the opinion ed, like in primetime, wanted to cut some of the primetime shows to be more hard news and there was a rebellion saying that's not what we're good at that's not what we do i mean oh so in other words opinion news is the news it's not you know when when it's editorial it's edit listen you're a newsy david you you worked in the news industry this is just editorial media and you know what? I can't wait to get Rupert back on the phone because he does fiction. And you know what? News, what they call news today, is literally just fiction. But you know what? Here, and, 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 and without an, according to Walter Cronkite, you know, the godfather of media, if you don't get more than one side, but then you're actually. When I work, but when I work, but but you see the problem with that. Here's the problem with that statement, and this is why people are having a hard time. I worked in the news media too. I was on the advertising side, but I had a lot of good friends who worked on the, you know, on the um, on the news side. And I asked them, and they said, "Yes, we always need two sources for every story." We were told we need to have two stories for every story. Okay, fantastic. You need two sources, but they could be of the same inkling. They don't necessarily have to be. Like the the, the, the the you can find two people today, and you know it. And I'll give you a good example of this. Okay, many there was an image run about a year ago during the Black Lives Matter movement that the media repurposed a few times, but it had nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. It had nothing to do with you know what with the marches. In fact, some an American media you said, oh, this is what's in the United States. The picture was from the UK. So, you know, the problem to me is, is that you, you, you create, this is the disbelief that Americans have. I can't, I'm going to tell you, I have to read both the, both sides. I have to read, you know, the, and by the way, I find it interesting. I have to read it because if I watch CNN, I want to puke. I could read it. It's a little bit, little bit more centrist, but I read what's there from the left wing media and the right wing media. 
And whatever overlaps to a certain extent, I take it as almost as the truth. I mean, even the whole budget that you're about to pass in the United States, the most disgusting part of it all is that, you know, the left-wing media is, you know, hey, let's uh, thumbs up to the Democrats for raising the debt ceiling and the, those damn Republicans. I can't believe they was doing And it's like, and then you read, you go to Fox News and it's thanks to the Republicans, the budget passed. And it's like, same freaking world. You know, Richard Balfour had it right. He just said it. Most people don't or won't take the time to read the news. They like uh, sheep. They just follow along and they just read whatever they're given. That's it. And my, I tell you, Jennifer, my, who's there, who I know quite well, she's 100% right. You know, the guy writes, Stelter writes a book about that Fox's hoax news. I mean, it's it's crazy. And then he turns around. I mean, like to me, like these, you know, and 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 you know, there's Howard Kurtz over over at Fox who disses CNN, and they're all doing that to each other to try to say, you see how the other side doesn't do the story right, and that's what the news has become. It isn't about chasing the truth anymore. It's about chasing sensationalism. It's about no. It's about making money. It's well, about selling well, advertising. It's not. It's, it's, no, it's a, no. Journalists will not agree with you. Journalists will tell you it's about pushing. Well, show me a journal. Show me a journalist. I'll buy you a drink. I will tell I you. Have, show Stuart, me a journalist. Stuart, I'm telling you. I I I I will introduce you to dozens of journalists who will tell you they are not doing it for the money. They don't. The advertising money has nothing to do with the journalists. They believe in, as VP Kamala Harris used the term their truth and that's what they're going to push is their agenda and that's what they're going to tell all of america and all of canada and now all the rest of the world their truth they're pushing an agenda and they want their truths put out there not the the truth not the facts because you know what Stuart? we can have differing opinions and i would ask your cousin to look at the number six from your side it's a six and from their side it's a nine you're looking at the same thing from a different perspective. And we can have different perspectives over the same thing. And we could both be right. But the way it's being pushed is, I'm right, you're wrong, you're fake, I'm real. Therein lies the difference and what makes me ill. And you know what? It's Dan Rather. It's other people who are simply, there are other media people who've lied blatantly. Okay? Brian Williams on, on NBC got caught lying as well you know others have gotten caught lying folks the media isn't to be trusted and it's not because of dan rather dan rather may have been one of the reasons but he's not the reason and frankly brian stelter is part of the reason why we don't trust the media you can't publish the truth Stuart is like the sun you can shut it out for a time but it ain't going anyway elvis presley well, got to tell you. Ladies like <laughs> right, and gentlemen, we've reached our quarter hour. We want to thank you all very much for another incredible wow. week. We want to wish everybody and on the Canadian side of the border a wonderful, happy Thanksgiving. And on the gobble, American gobble. The gobble gobble. And for the American side of the border, if you are celebrating Columbus Day and you are not a woke whoa, individual, whoa, whoa, David, David, that's a racist slur. I understand that. And if you are not a woke individual who believes that Columbus is a colonialist, then God damn it, go check your history. But I want to wish you all a wonderful day. Guys, have yourselves a wonderful weekend. See you Monday noon. Take care.